Jesus, mighty name. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We ask that as we look at your word, your name will be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. All right. So, <clears throat> let me tell you a story. We're going to praise God shortly. There was a young man who grew up with his brother. His brother was a hemp smoker. A weed smoker. The young man was not. So, when the brother went to law school in Lagos, this young man was still on his own. And somehow the young man got weed seed in their hemp seed and planted it as flower in the house. So when the brother came back, the brother looked at this, at this plant. The plant was luscious, was beautiful. He didn't know what it was, even though he had smoked weed for years. But the plant was more like, like a wedu, like um like some vegetable for, for eating. And so this lawyer will send his brother to go and buy weed. The brother will pluck the weed from the compound and say to him, Amen. Until one day, a young man from Lagos who was doing uh, media and communication came to visit them. And he was a hemp smoker as well. And when he saw the plant, he shouted. He said, wow! So you have this in your compound. You planted this. Oh my God, this is party. And the snowboard was like, what, what do you mean? Is this not vegetable soup? He said, no. Now, I'm not, going to, I'm not saying go and plant weed. You will be arrested and you will be sent to jail. But hear this. The weed was planted in such a, a spot that it grew to become a big tree. Amen. And it was so profitable at that time. What am I driving at? You, as a person, whether you like it or not, you are planted in a garden. You may not appreciate the ground upon which you are planted, but you are planted all the same. People may come close to you. They may not know exactly what you are for, but those who know we know that this is a profitable plant. Church, one big challenge is this. When you are not grateful to God, sometimes you ask yourself, do I exactly know where I'm planted? Do I know what I carry? This was a bad plant. But it was joyful to those that know its use. No matter how wrong. If people are not deprived, I mean, are not tapping from your, your planting, from what you are and who you are, there may be a challenge. And so, 
The issue is not with the planting. The issue is with the growth of the plant. And this is where I'm going. Colossians 2 verse 7. The Bible says that you and I are planted and rooted in Christ. That is a settled matter. Can I have Colossians 2 verse 7? It says rooted and built up in him. So we are all rooted in Christ already. Because Christ is our soil. Christ is the plot upon which we are planted. Christ is the ground upon which we are planted. But hear this. For every plant to flourish, it must what? It must be rooted. It must take roots. So the question is not whether you are planted. The question is, are you rooted? Are you rooted? If you are not rooted, there's no way you will tap the, the, the nutrients that comes out of the soil for you to blossom. Hello? So it is not just the planting. It is, are you rooted? If you are not rooted, believe me, even though there is healing, as a nutrient from the soil, you will not be healed. Even though there is peace in the soil, you will have no peace. Even though there is prosperity in the soil, you will have no prosperity. Even though there is joy and everything in the soil, because Christ is everything to us. Go back to verse 6 in case you guys are missing it. Verse 6 and 7 together. He said, as you therefore have received Christ the Lord, so walk in him, rooted. Rooted. Yes, we receive Christ by faith. But are you rooted? And the next thing is after being rooted is a building. You see, Christ is the plot of land. He is the soil. The beauty of a plant is not just based on the genes or the plant. It's also based on the soil upon which it is planted. I grew up on the farm. My father was a farmer. So I know that we gather a heap of sand, we plant our yam. It is not the planting that is the problem. You can plant anything. But if the heap of yam is not manured, if it is not fertilized, you will not get a good harvest. So Christ is everything to you. Are you tapping from what Christ is offering you? Building has to do with growth. If you are tapping from me and growing in him, as you are established, look at this one. You will abound in thanksgiving. As you are rooted, 
grounded in Christ as you are being built up. Thanksgiving will become natural. Why did I give an example of the wheat plant? The wheat plant was a joy to those that smoke weed. Because it was rooted. It was grounded. And when someone that knows what the plant can do and what the plant is, when the person saw it, the person became excited that, wow, this will give me joy. Ability to, th to thank the Lord God depends on if you are drawing nourishment for your healing or not. So you can lift your hands and say, Father, I thank you I am healed. I thank you there is prosperity for me. I thank you there is increase for me. I thank you that I am grounded in you. I am saved. You want to have a heart of gratitude? Then learn to be grounded. To be built up. So you can be able to draw always nourishment from him and from him alone. Church, the lady that is doing birthday today, that Amanda, Amanda um, baby. one day I was going to drop them. But I needed to drop somebody else first, a family that just came to town. And, uh, oh no, they were moving from one hotel to another one. And I took their bags, heavy bags, as anointed as I am. I took their heavy bags upstairs. Two stories. I'm sure the bags contain yams. And Gary. And whatever else was inside. You know, when you are, when you are panting, but you don't want people to know you are panting because you want to look young. Amen. I came down from the second story but I was, I was pretending. God knew I was out of breath. And the mother, who is here right now, she said to me, she said, do you know what Amanda said? I said, what? She said, Amanda said. She said, wow, pastor is helping people so much. The things he does for people, one day may God open doors for my blessing. And that panting left I became joyful. It was a prayer from a five, at that time she was five years, a prayer from a five-year-old child. I didn't even know she understand what I was doing. Praise God. That prayer came up and then out of that tiredness, thanksgiving came out from me, from my heart unto the Lord. Because I was rooted and planted in doing good. And it came up. George, no matter what you are going through, learn to appreciate God. If not for anything else, but for the fact that you are in him. Hello? If not for anything else, Learn to say, Father, this will also pass. I may not have a bed to sleep in, 
But this will pass because I'm rooted in you. My roots are still growing in you. And when my roots grow in you, I will be built up and thanksgiving will come up. When people insult you for doing good, learn to say, Father, I thank you that I am rooted in you. When you have that letter and it says, unfortunately, I don't know why they always say, unfortunately. Amen. When you have that unfortunately letter, lift your hands up towards heaven and thank him that your life does not depend on that unfortunately. You are rooted and grounded in Christ and soon you shall be built up and having been built up, your life shall resound or rebound with thanksgiving. Don't wait until things get better before you thank God or appreciate God. Don't wait until you have that blessing before you can lift your hands up to heaven and say, Father, I thank you. Church, that lady is just a small girl prayed for me. And I'm waiting for that day when the showers of blessings will come. Right now, I am thanking God for the one that is coming. On Friday, was it on Friday? Yes, on Friday or on Thursday, a couple came to the office and they said, I want to see you. I mean, well, when I see people, it's prayer and counseling. But this one, they came and the man said, we want to be giving 50 pounds every month towards the fueling of the bus that Christ put to church. 50 pounds every month. And I raised my hands up in praise unto God. And I thank the Lord God in my heart. And I thanked them. Then the guy said, here, when I opened the box, it was very expensive, brand new suede shoes that I'm keeping for Christmas. I keep it for what? For Christmas. It is not a car, but I thank God. It is not an aeroplane, but I thank God. It's not a house, but I thank God. Church, you must learn to appreciate God for every little blessing, no matter how little it is. I don't know how much they sacrificed by the shoes, but I thank God. One day after service, a young lady came to me and said, Pastor, I want to buy fans for the church, if you permit me. Which one do you want? I said, go and buy any kind of fan. And she brought the fans. I think four fans. Yeah, four fans. Yes, Pastor, yeah. And I thank God for these church members. I thank God because one fan was kept for the pastors. The, the, the choir members came and took it. They didn't fear the anointing. They took the fan for themselves. But Father, we thank you. George, think about his love. Think about his goodness. Think about his grace. Dad, stand to your feet. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Hallelujah. I sacrifice a lot 
to come to this country. Now it looks as if I made a mistake. Father, I thank you. It is not a mistake. My tomorrow shall be better. Are we communicating? Are we communicating? I sold everything, took loan, thinking that when I come, jobs will be waiting for me. And now I'm getting unfortunately. Father, I am not unfortunate. I thank you. It will get better. Praise God. I was thinking by now, I'll be married. Father, I thank you. The best is yet to come. Lift your voice and appreciate God for whatever you're going through now. Whatever you're facing, just think about his love, his goodness, and his grace. And just appreciate him.